thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Geekly Planet Podcast, where we talk about all things geek, because we all geek out about something, with your hosts, Pat Aldridge, TJ Tammer, and Matthew Hample. Make sure to check us out on the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now on to this week's episode. Everybody, welcome back to the Geekly Planet, where we talk about the things that we geek out about. You know, we all geek out about something. TJ, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, I'm doing fine, man. How you doing? About the same. Yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. So, got a little dusting of snow last night. So, I, I love it. Like last week, they were saying it was going to be like 12 inches, and you know. Throughout the week, it just kept getting lower and lower, and like, yeah, it's a dusting. It's like mm-hmm. no, no big deal at all. So, <laughs> right, it's just funny that you know. I wish I could be as wrong at my job as the weatherman is at his, and mm-hmm. still have a job. So, you know, what are you going to do? Nah, what are you going to do? So, what are we talking about this week, TJ? Well, I guess we got a couple things first. Uh, you know, you have any thoughts from last week's episode of Picard? Last week's episode of Picard, yeah, it was a uh, <clears throat> kind of a, a a turn for um, the character a little bit, kind of doing little, trying to do a little little stealth mission there. That uh, you know, watching watching Seven of Nine, just you know find out that she's kind of off the rails, kind of doing her own vigilante thing was, was surprising to me. What about you? Oh yeah. I thought it was as well. I'm glad that she, uh, she got in the, um, uh, you know, she got some of the limelight and was able to do some of that stuff. And, um, yeah, I thought it was good. I'm interested in, uh, you know, we had to, obviously the, they found, you know, Maddox and then, uh, what's her name? Uh, Girardi, the doctor, chick, yeah. you know, the doctor, you know, makes a big turn at the end. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think we're going to get into some crazy. Know what she knows. Yeah. Yep. So I thought that was good. And then this weekend we went and saw birds of prey how was that? It was good. It was fun. It was, okay. it was I mean, it was bonkers, um, <laughs> but it was fun. Okay. So, uh, you know, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is awesome. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi as Black Mask uh, was, was great <laughs> as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. What did so, you think of, did you watch the first episode of Clone Wars? I haven't yet. No, I did. We ran out of time. I'm getting. I'm going to get that today or tomorrow. I hope. Okay, we'll we'll save it for next week then. Yep. Because it's pretty good. I'm 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 excited to see where they go. Oh, I I know it's going to be good. I just I didn't get around to it. So, anyways, but yeah. So this week we're talking about we're doing our super teams and we're talking about the Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes in the Marvel universe. In the Marvel Universe. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Who is... Who's the most powerful Avenger? Mm. Well, there's so many people that have been an Avenger before. Do we need to qualify that statement at all? 
and stick to are we sticking to one particular lineup or or what i'm going in general and yeah i know you know it's kind of like with justice league last week a lot of people have been avengers so yeah the most powerful Mm. what do you think uh and i'm going to show my bias here but i still think it's thor See, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say, but then I don't know enough about everybody else to know if he's the most powerful. You know, some people, I guess, would say Captain Marvel or um, Hulk. Yeah, yeah, or the Hulk. But you know, uh, per what we've seen in uh, the MCU, I would still, even with um, Captain Marvel. And getting, you know, with the Infinity Stone, I still would think it's Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they the, want it to be Captain Marvel, but yeah. I think we all know better. I think so. So who do you think is the weakest, the most unnecessary member of the team? Mm-hmm. Man, that's tough because, I mean, everybody has skills in their own right, but, man, I don't know. It's got to be Scarlet, or not Scarlet Witch, it's got to (laughs) be Black Widow or Hawkeye, right? That's kind of where I lean towards, maybe more so towards, towards Hawkeye and, you know, I, I guess it's just, you know, even with the trick arrows, it's still a bow and arrow. You know, it's still kind of an antiquated weapon, and I, yeah. I don't know. He's still, it's still kind of a, you know, he's still like a, you know, poor man's green arrow type seems, situation. It seems way too gimmicky to me to, you know, to really be a a true superhero, I guess. Yeah, I guess whatever he brings, the strengths that he brings can be picked up by somebody else with, uh, with you know, ease. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm leaning. Yeah, yeah, same here, same here. Um, who's the greatest Avenger? Mm. Well, I mean, you got, you know, things, you got people that say... Iron Man, but I don't agree with that. Um, <coughs> excuse me, my gut says Cap um, or Spider Man, and uh, the reason I, I I say Spider Man is because Cap tells Spider tells Peter that he's the best of all of them, mm-hmm. and yeah. the best you know because he. Uh, but also, I just really dig, um, and that you know a lot of this came from the MCU. My favorite MCU movie, even after Infinity Wars and and Endgame and all of that, my favorite movie is still The Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Easily. And so just Cap and, uh, you know, Cap's just awesome. And so I, I appreciate the fact that Endgame was really a whole lot about Captain America. Yeah. Um, but I would say Cap or, you know, 
if you're talking about just the greatest in general, then, you know, he cap seems to think that it's Peter. Yeah. And that just, I mean, I think that speaks to his, his humility as well, but uh, yeah, I would go cap as well. Spider-Man's up there. Um, You know, for those people who are on team, team Stark, I think it's, you know, the, the provision that he brings to the team, just the, the wealth and the toys and, you know, the, I mean, basically, basically every headquarters that the Avengers have had have been Tony's personal property. So, um, you know, that, yeah, there's something to be said for that, but I don't think that makes, you know, that just makes him the wealthiest, maybe not the greatest. So. Yeah. Who do you think? um, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Who's the most underrated Avenger? The most underrated Avenger. I mean, I would say Spider-Man. Because in in the MCU iteration, and really a whole lot of iterations, Spider-Man is always portrayed to be younger. Um, inexperienced, or more inexperienced. He's got a, a, a jovialness, a, a youthfulness to him. And so um, I think a lot of people underestimate his commitment to doing good and really just... Uh, the power that he has um, just all around. So, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think you're right. Um, you know, other names for me that kind of come into play are like, you know, especially in the comics, like the wasp um, led the team for a while. Um, um, yeah. So, but yeah, I think I think Spider-Man, you know, and and you know, he's been kind of around the team, on the team, off the team kind of thing and so yeah, I think I think Spider-Man's it. Uh yeah, and he just uh you know, he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, but he has such a sense of urgency that he, you know, he needs to he wants to protect more people. And mm-hmm. and all those things, and so you know, I just think, uh, yeah. And he was the one, you know. If you go back to like the Avengers Assemble uh, cartoon, like when the Avengers disappeared, he was one of those guys that they kind of had as a as a backup, and he ended up leading that team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that was kind of cool. Yep. So who um is there an Avenger? Is there an Avenger that you didn't particularly care for that grew on you at some point? It could be comics, MCU, it could be, you know, whatever. It's 
it's kind of a, I, I guess it's a toss up for me and I, I can't really decide between these two, but, uh, in, in the comics, Hercules was on the team, you know, and he was basically for me, just a Thor ripoff. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, his kind of arrogant swagger kind of grows on you a little bit. Um, and then the other one is, is, is Ant-Man. Um, you know, even, even in the movies, like it's such a ridiculous character for mm-hmm. me that, but, you know, especially in the movies, especially with the actor they have, like, he grows on you literally. So. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I would say that <coughs> I would say Thor because when, um, when, uh, when Thor, I mean, my least favorite movies are Thor one and Thor two in the MCU, especially Thor two. And uh Don't like just hard. his like just his uh arrogant, entitled, spoiled self. I just was not feeling it or digging it at all. And um then obviously as he's grown and we've seen the character develop in Thor Ragnarok, which is hilarious with Thor Ragnarok and then in uh, Infinity War and Endgame and watching his character, um, his arc and his growth. Um, yeah, he jumped up from probably last out of the the cast of the Avengers mm-hmm. um, outside of Spider-Man because I, I, I still even think that the MCU has even has, I mean, they have Spider-Man on the fringe at best. Yeah, yeah. And but outside of the original, it might have a lot to do with the uh, contract. It might, and it situation. might, yeah, it might. And you know, they introduced Vision and Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and all these different other people. And uh, and so not Quicksilver was it Quicksilver? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and so we so we saw all this, and it was whatever. But out of the original Avengers, I think um, you know, I think that Thor grew from like dead last to second behind cap. Okay. That's fair for me. So who would you say is their greatest foe? Mm. Mm. Man, that's tough because They've had some doozies. They have. I mean, you got... um, Obviously, you got Thanos, and you have Ultron, and you have... um, And those are just from the movies. And then from the comics, you have... uh, Man, that's a tough question. Who would you say their greatest foe is? So, especially with the, the arc that the, the last couple of movies took, um, you, you've opened the door to time travel. And because of that, Kang the Conqueror might be, mm. you know, ha- has the potential to be another big bad for them down the road. And so I'd be interested to see, um, I'd be interested to see that on the big screen. I've enjoyed it when he's appeared in in the comics, but 
um, you know, just like, just like Thanos. I didn't think they'd ever do, they'd ever do that. And they did it well. So. Yep. I um, just have to wait and see, but yeah, you're right. There are, there are too many to list. I mean, red skull in the comics was, you know, huge was Um, more formidable than he was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you got, you got, Baron Zemo putting together the masters of evil. Um, yeah, it's just so many different directions this could go. Yeah. But they also have, um, you know, it's, I'm assuming you're talking comics because we hadn't seen that, but obviously you have, uh, Galactus and, um, you know, but then you also have some, in the comics, you have more like Norman Osborn and the Green Goblin and these things that are more than just Spider-Man, like Taskmaster, Taskmaster that, you know, branch out into more than the movie. But, right. you know, because Galactus, we all think of um, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. And, uh, you know, and I think that's part of the reason that I hate the, the Fox and um, the Sony and the, uh, Disney deal is because so far we had, you know, Galactus and all these other things that are, you know, confined to Fantastic Four or Green Goblin and all these things that are confined to Spider-Man and, you know, Apocalypse, which is confined to X-Men. And, you know, then you have the MCU with Thanos and Ultron you know, and so it's just we have all these in the comics villains that are much bigger than that uh, place. Agreed. Agreed. That they're now they just kind of relegating everything to its own little corner instead of seeing uh, the Avengers with the Fantastic Four go up against Galactus or, right. you know. And maybe whatever. that's down the road, you know, now that. Maybe. Now that Disney owns Fox, or at least got yeah. the properties back, you know. Yeah, it's interesting because, um, you know, we had, um, <coughs> excuse me, we had all this, uh, these different things, and, you know, the, the, the Infinity Saga ended. And so now we got Black Widow coming out, which is Taskmaster, and but it's taking place in between when is it taking place it's in between um winter soldier and right yeah i think it's taking place sometime between winter soldier and ultron maybe um i think i'm not sure i i read it and then then i forgot but it's taking place there and um you know so we're going backwards and so we're going to see Taskmaster and Red Guardian and, and Black Widow and all this stuff. But then going ahead, you know, they're now dipping into some relatively unknown properties. Yeah. Right. Like you got Doctor Strange and the 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 madness or whatever it's called. And so you're going to introduce some Black Widow or some Scarlet Witch stuff in the TV show that's going to bleed over and you know, then you have the Eternals and you have She-Hulk and you have, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier and you have all these lesser known things. 
Yeah, but to be fair, Guardians of the Galaxy was one of those unknown commodities as well, and they've done pretty well for themselves. I mean, that's true. You 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 sound like you don't have much trust in in Kevin Feige moving forward. Um Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean cuz they've put out, you know, I'm just going to have to wait and see. They've put out stuff first. And you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, I didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy at all. And then Guardians of the Galaxy 1 just kind of blew me away at how good it was. And I liked Guardians of the Galaxy 2 not as much as I liked Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yeah, agree. Uh, the, sa- agree. the saving grace of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was, of course, Baby Groot, uh, who was just stinking adorable. And, um, and the possibility of Adam Warlock. Yeah. And, so, and it's cool. And so we have all this. We have Guardians of the Galaxy 3 coming out. Um, whenever James Gunn is done with Suicide Squad 2. And and so we know we're going to get some of that. And so, you know, Marvel did do that, and that's fine. But then they also, you know, had Captain Marvel, which didn't go over that well. And, I mean, it did. It made a ton of money, but just a lot of animosity surrounding her. Right. And But then, like I said, you're dipping into some unknown properties. And the unknown properties... uh Um, <clears throat> are easier to are, are there? I, well, they could. Uh, um, what am I trying to say? Or basically, it's easier to screw it up because nobody knows. It might not be as marketable because you know you're you're dealing with characters that nobody knows, which you know is fine. They did they they have some success doing that before. But I'll just be interested to see because now you have endeared so many people to this group of people for 22 movies. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. you're going to start playing over here with these people. And, you know, and I get it. I mean, because Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, they've been, you know, they've been doing it for a decade. Right. And, uh, you know, at some point you got to hang it up. But, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, but you'll see. I mean, Doctor Strange, I liked uh I like Benedict Cumberbatch and so um it, that's just gonna be trippy and weird. And um you know, but then you have all this other stuff that could go either way, honestly. So but at the same time, uh I guess they've earned the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm at too. Um, you know, have, have they all been, you know, knock me off my, knock me out of my socks kind of movies. Not really, but I've enjoyed them all. Mm -hmm. You know, I, with the exception of a handful, you know, if I'm flipping around TV and one of them's on, I'll probably stop and watch it. Oh, sure. Or, or zip over to Disney Plus and start something if I just need, you know, some background noise. Yep. Yeah, and I agree. And they, like I said, they've, even the ones that I didn't necessarily care for were still mildly entertaining. Right. So, right. right. But, 
it'll just be interesting to see how this plays out in terms of what's coming and what's not coming. But yeah, you know, the Avengers are interesting because like we said last week, the justice league sort of paved the way for the super teams, Mm -hmm. um, in the comics. And, you know, because at that point, you know, DC has been doing comics much better and longer than Mm -hmm. Marvel has. And so Marvel has found some success recently but, you know, so we have these other things. And so it's interesting to see. I think, you know, I think that for the sake of marketability, they're not ever going to dive as deep as uh, true fanboys want them to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, you know. Because it'll that, be beyond the casual fan. Yep, and they and they they won't ostracize the casual fan to make the 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 fanboys happy, other than short of little Easter eggs here and there. But you know, and that and that that probably upsets some people, you know. But we need to, and you know, everybody's got to understand, you know, that uh, everybody's got to understand that um, they aren't going to dive as deep as you want them to. You can't get upset and angry about it. You just have to realize it is what it is, and they're trying to make a profit. And so... Yeah, and I think the fanboys are going to show up regardless. Mm -hmm. They'll whine about it online, but they'll still show up. Oh, yeah. Where the casual fan, you you dive too deep and they won't. They'll stop. Yeah, no, that's true. And so, yeah, but, you know, the Avengers are um, are cool. Uh, you know, I like what we've got from them so far. And, you know, I, I, I do wish, I wish that DC had, um, I wish DC had done what Marvel did and just walked us through this path with somebody at the top that had this vision and this plan across the board. Because um, honestly, if if uh, if if DC had a, had the plan with Kevin Feige or whoever and and walked through it well, um, they'd be killing it. Oh man, this this just the stories and the characters that DC has are so awesome. But you know, and I, like I said, I like the DC stuff we've got. It's just not as expansive as the Marvel stuff we've got. And so I think, you know, that jades people away from the Justice League towards the Avengers because of they're out there more and they're out there in a more positive way in the movies. And, you know, maybe not as it's, you know, DC has definitely been making animated movies and and comics better than Marvel has for a longer time. But the general public sees the movies. Right, right, right. So. so that's our episode on the Avengers. Where are we going next week, TJ? We going back to DC? Uh yeah, what you talking about? The Super Friends? Or what you talking about? Well, we could we could definitely do the Super Friends. We could do the Teen Titans. Oh, we that's what do... we were gonna do. We were gonna do the Teen Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, so, whatever you want to do, you're going to guide next week, buddy. 
Got it. Yeah, so no, next week we're going to do the Teen Titans because Teen Titans are made up of really a whole bunch of sidekicks. Mm-hmm. And um, interesting to do that. Um, but yeah, obviously for Avengers, definitely watch the movies. Uh, the MCU, the Infinity Saga, there's 23 of them. Definitely watch those. And, uh, you know, pick up some Avenger comics and for for recommendations as far as that goes if you're looking for some trade paperbacks to read um either one of the civil wars would be good um you want to go back history that may turn into more of where marvel could be going um the skull the the skull cree war is a good one uh mm-hmm. Masters of Evil are always good. So also the yeah, Infinity Infinity War. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the Civil War one's good, but also Infinity War is good. Um, it's different than than the movie, but uh, still good. Still good. So yeah, definitely go check those out. Cool, man. You got anything else? I'm good. Okay. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, give us your thoughts on. The interwebs, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on FanPower. Hit us up, let us know what your thoughts are. Who's your favorite Avenger? Who's your least favorite Avenger? Who's who's the best Avengers villain? Let us know. And as always, stay geeky, my friends. And embrace your inner geek. We'll see you next week. Later. You're still here. It's over. Go home.